Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the station bringing you every Broncos game. Touchdown, Denver! This is Broncos Country Tonight, presented by Betfred Sports. Never miss a bet with Betfred Sports on KOA. You know, I think it's a work in progress, Alfred. We're, we're trying to figure it out more. We know we are in defense. I mean, we're a really good defense. Mm-hmm. We swarm. We're fast. We're physical. We can rush the passer. Um, you know, in offense, I think we're still a work in progress, but we, we, we showed some strides, you know, and, and uh, you know, we, we're, we, we have a lot of explosive plays. Um, but we just feel you know, we need to be more consistent. But uh, we played with rhythm. We played with timing. Um, and when it counted, we made big plays. You know, and we haven't been doing that all season. That was George Payton earlier today on the KOA Sports Zoo. Interviews already up at KOAcolorado.com. Check it out there. Better yet, as we mentioned with Broncos Country tonight, same deal. Subscribe to the podcast. That way you never miss an episode of the KOA Sports Zoo, including a really good interview with George Payton. That was him talking about the Broncos' identity. Alfred asked him about uh, did they learn a little bit more about their identity after the Jaguars game. And, and to some extent, I think that there's there's some things to learn from it. I think every single game is just kind of one more piece to the puzzle of what the Broncos ultimately are. Welcome back to Broncos Country tonight. Ryan Edwards, Nick Ferguson in studio with us tonight. Ben Albright will be back tomorrow. A couple of texts here on the KOA Central text line. Love all the reads, Ryan. Enjoy the show and good insight. Appreciate Nick. Wish we had more guys with his, Steve and Rod Smith. That's uh, Court. Court <laughs> Courtland uh, is per- personal coach is what he said. Uh, heart and leadership. Need more of them involved in this team teaching older Broncos culture about winning. So, Appreciate that. Appreciate you guys listening and rolling with us here on a Tuesday night. Of course, the big news today, Bradley Chubb traded for a first-round pick. Uh, We've been talking about Chase Edmonds, talking about uh, how he fits into the offense. The one thing I wanted to come at this is from kind of the opposite side, Nick, and, and what it means for George Payton to pull the trigger on this. Because you make this deal, and I think we acknowledge, okay, that, that's pretty good value based on how the performance of the other pass rushers are, what this team currently is constructed, and the fact that you weren't going to pay Bradley Chubb. But what if he would have stayed the course and just let Bradley Chubb ride out the remainder of this year and not brought him back, maybe considered doing a franchise tag, but ultimately decided they just couldn't make it all work and they loved the way the other pass rushers would have gone. I wonder how media and fans would have felt about George Payton if he turned down our first round pick and what that would have said about him. Well, you already know what that would have been like because the the volume over the past couple of weeks have been really loud. It would have been much louder as far as he doesn't know what he's doing. We have new ownership. They need to have a fire sale and just sell every player, every coach, and even George Payton. And before the trade deadline, I know there was a lot of rumors, Ryan, but I didn't envy, you know, George Payton in this situation because either way he was going to upset people. Mm-hmm. You're going to upset fans because they were and they were fans of, uh, of Bradley Chubb. He's a fan favorite. And then you ran the risk of 
maybe upsetting guys in the locker room. Maybe not every guy, but some guys, especially on the defensive side of the ball, because now you have traded away one of their brothers in arms. And knowing as though, like George Payton said, this is kind of one of the better parts of this team, the defensive side of the ball. Now you trade away an intricate part of it. So in these situations, you're never going to make everyone happy. True. But at the end of the day, you have to sit back and think about, okay, well, what's the best situation for the team, first and foremost? But what George Payton is doing, and and, and listen, man, I got to pat him on the back uh, for this because usually in the NFL, this is not how this works. They don't really trade you to a place that benefits you. Mm-hmm. They trade you to a place that benefits them. Yeah, whoever the highest bidder is. Case, right. case in point, I was here with Ashley Lee, and Ashley was getting some bad advice from I don't know who, but they were filling his head with, hey, man, you're a better receiver than Rod Smith. You know, hey, 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 they need to pay you. You need to be the number one receiver. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then next thing you know, I mean, obviously the Broncos – Caught wind of it. They could read body language, watch games, and see all that. And then they said, okay, well, Ashley asked for a trade. And I was like, what? You asked for a trade. All you had to do is wait maybe two seasons, mm-hmm. and you would have been the guy. So now you're at the mercy of whatever deal that Mike Shanahan could pull off. So, I mean, I think he was traded to, I think, San Francisco at that time or either Atlanta. Wherever he was traded, they didn't utilize him the way that he was featured here. And his career just kind of just fell off the, the face of the earth. So, so once again, guys have to think about these situations. But more importantly, Peyton's trading away guys who are fan favorites, but he's also trading them away to places that are beneficial for them. And that's not something that most teams do. And it's a good point you bring up there, too, because that for, for all the frustration that the current locker room feels right there is a certain amount of appreciation that you as a former player or a player that's currently on the team say they, they sent him to a good place right I mean knowing that they could have sent him just really anywhere a team with a ton of cap space and a bunch of draft capital and they're saying hey we think our rebuild is quicker than you than everybody else does send them to whatever team that we could we could come up with Atlanta for example right although Atlanta now is first place but <laughs> the point being Chicago. Yeah, Chicago, right. A team that is tearing everything down, right? But send him to a place that says, oh, we'll, we'll absorb him and the new contract. And we know we're a few years away, but that's okay. We know we're, we're in this for a long process. And he's only 26 years old. And so then he has to play the next several years on another team that is either rebuilding or not playing at a high level. Miami's ready to go. Miami's ready to go. Just like Vaughn last year with the, the LA Rams. They're ready to go. So I, I think that that plays well. In the locker room, one way or the other, you can be disappointed that one of your fellow players, your brothers, is traded, but you can also acknowledge, hey, man, he's in a good situation. He's going to get paid. I'm happy for Bradley. It sucks for us, but I'm happy for him. And then after you get over that, then you realize, hey, I'm excited to see what George Payton's going to do with this capital. I'm excited to see what he can do to improve our team into next year because we think with Russell Wilson, we're in a window beyond this year, especially for the guys that are going to be sticking around at least through next year and beyond, you immediately say, well, it's tough to lose him, but I have belief and faith in George Payton that he's going to find somebody that's going to make an impact because his first two drafts have actually been really good. Well, it's crazy that the bye week is uh, taking place right when it's taking place because now it gives guys an opportunity to get away from ball for a couple of days. Good point. Uh, Think about this situation and get over by the time they come back. Because if the Broncos were going through this trade situation, 
rolling into another week of preparation. Great point. N- not, not to say that it would really destroy the locker room as a whole, but it would be really difficult to pick up those pieces the next couple of days and be ready to go for practice. So it is great that November 1st, was uh, falling right in line with the Broncos' bye week. So players and coaches have a way to process this and deal with it. And also, when you think about, you know, Bradley Chubb, yeah, he's a little upset that he's leaving his brothers. And, you know, he was very thankful for the Broncos on his social media for being this team that actually, you know, drafted him. And that means a lot to him. And he's made a lot of friends both on a football standpoint, on a business standpoint. You hate to leave, but there's not a single player – that should kind of dismiss the fact that, hey, all players are movable. I mean, you've seen it. Like, we've seen, you know, guys like Peyton Manning in one jersey end up in another. Johnny Unitas, Joe Namath, I mean, Brett Favre, you name it. A lot of marquee Hall of Fame players have ended up Mm -hmm. in different uniforms. So players should understand this is part of the business and always think with that mindset this is a business. Yep. I'm going to conduct myself in the business. The team is going to do that as well. So when I go out to practice and I go out the game, I'm putting my best foot forward. And I hate to say it like this, but it is true. You're basically an independent contractor on loan for the duration of your contract or to the time that the team deems you unnecessary. So let me ask you then, as, as somebody that was in that position – how do you balance that with what we saw with Draymond Jones, what we've seen from some of the players that are, are emotionally attached to Bradley Chubb, emotionally attached as almost like a, losing a family member? How do you ride that line? I've always wanted to know this from a player's perspective, riding the line between the business of the NFL and being an independent contractor and simultaneously being asked to put your body on the line for your brothers, which is more of a family kind of thing. And in, in families, you don't usually do business like this. Well, it, it comes down to separating your love affair with the game growing up as a youth uh, opposed to understand the business side of it. When I first came into this league, Ryan, I was just like, dude, I, I would do this for free. They don't even have to pay me. <laughs> right. And then I started understanding the business of football. I was like, no, I'm not doing this for free. No, you're going to pay me for this, especially everything I have to go through as far as what I'm putting my body through, uh, the mental stress of it. Because – Put yourself in the shoes of K.J. Hamler, mm-hmm. Albert Okawebunam, Jerry Judy, and even Bradley Chubb. All you've been hearing are, are rumors about you being traded. You go over to the U.K., constantly comments about that. Hey, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, we're hearing that you may be traded. What are you hearing? What are your campus thinking? And then you have to go out there and play yeah. at, a, at a high level without trying to get yourself hurt. That's a lot of stress that's weighing on that individual. It's not just the player. His family, because what happens if you're a guy that gets traded and you have to leave and you have to leave your family? Right. Right? So so now you have to go off somewhere else and you have to focus on whatever team you're playing for and mm-hmm. who you're playing against that week. But guess what? You got mom and your baby back home in mm-hmm. Denver. And I'm not saying that that's the situation for Bradley Chubb, but that is the situation. But it's for, common. Yeah. It, it, it is definitely uh, common, and you got to pick up and move. There's no, okay, well, they traded for you. We're going to give you three days, and then you come. No, 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 no. We traded for you. You're on the plane that day. Boom, you're gone. Let's go ahead and get yeah. this popping. Yeah, we expect you to be able to play this weekend, possibly. It, it, exactly. So th- there's a lot of uh, mental stress that's kind of associated with it. And f- for me, 
I, I was traded when I was in the CFL. I was traded from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And for me, it was kind of a big shock for me going from one city to another. I didn't know anyone. I didn't know where I was going. I hadn't really spoken to uh, the people who traded for me. So I'm going in blind, almost like I'm a freshman in college for the first time. I don't know any of these guys. And you feel out of sorts because one of their guys were just traded for you. Right. Right. So guys right. look in a locker room looking at you like, oh, they traded him for you? Yeah, one of their brothers, one of their, their guys. Yeah. yeah. So it makes it a little d- difficult for those guys on a new team to embrace you. You're not one of their own. Yeah. Right? So that is something else, another element that you have to deal with. But here's where it's a little different for Bradley Chubb. See, Miami wanted him. Right? That's why it's great for him. Miami still wanted you. And sometimes in this league, you get to a point, especially when you hit free agency, and you're not getting any calls. See, no one wants you. That's when it becomes dreadful. But when no one is, though, someone wanted you that badly, they were willing to give up these players and these picks for you, that should mean something for you. So he, when he walks into that locker room, obviously maybe the guys on the offensive side of the ball – they feel a little different because Chase was one of their guys. Totally. But on the defense, oh, man, they high-fiving, man. We're glad you're here. Yep. And that's kind of the dynamic that you run into when you are traded. I do love that you were able to bring that to a little bit of the human element because so many, so many times players are talked about as uh, commodities, right? And even I was reading an article today where uh, somebody talked about the Chase Edmonds portion of the trade I think it was Bill Barnwell actually said this is a, a net zero for the Broncos. This really is like a no impact kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, well then why, why like, he, first of all, he's a human, right? And it's, he's just getting uprooted from Miami. Now he has to be out here in Denver. He's got a bye week, which is good for him. Get a little time to get acclimated, but it's still same thing with Bradley Chubb. Oftentimes these players get moved and they're talked about as commodities, as numbers, instead of the actual human element of, Hey, they have families that are probably going to stick around back here in Denver for at least the next couple of months without their father or husband or what, you know, those kinds of things. So I do like bringing it back to the human element. And I think that gets overlooked a lot of times in professional sports. Well, it is easy, Ryan, for that to take place because, you know, we live in a world of fantasy football or fantasy sports and period. Or period. Right. Or mad. And, and that's how fans really look at players. You are commodities to be traded at a drop of a dime. And we, we know, you know, fans love their players while they're here. And, and for some fans, they stay loyal to the bitter end. You go to a different team, a different uniform, they still love you. I mean, I'm sure there's still Colts fans that still love Peyton Manning. How can you not, based on what he's he's done? He's got a statue in front of the, it, it, exactly. the building, yeah. Right? So, so, you know, members of Broncos country, Bradley may not be here, but just kind of just think about what he gave to the team and – they're always going to be naysayer, nay, naysayers and and let's, let's call it for what it is, haters out there mm-hmm. who feel as though Bradley Chubb never really uh, exceeded the expectations as a first-rounder. But once again, look at what he just yielded for the Denver Broncos. And depending on if George Payton can flip that into some perennial Pro Bowl players, then I say it worked out. We're going to get to our NFL six-pack, lots of other trades. It was a historic day in the NFL, the most trades in NFL history uh, up to the trade deadline. We'll talk about that in the NFL six-pack coming up. But I want to remind you guys, if you know of a Colorado family, of a veteran or current active military that needs a helping hand, submit a nomination story for KOA's fifth annual Heroes Thank You now until December 4th at midnight. 
at koacolorado.com slash contest. We're going to pick five stories for five families. Myself, Ben Albright, Broncos legend Rod Smith. We're going to hand deliver checks for $2,500 to each deserving family, but we really do need your help. We can't do this without you guys. You have to go to koacolorado.com slash contest, nominate somebody, help us find the families that really need it during the holidays, and you know there are several out there. Koa's a hero's thank you, courtesy of Circle K, Canvas Credit Union, McDivitt Law Firm, Front Range Outdoor Living, and Heart Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electric. Again, we need your help. Go to koacolorado.com slash contest. A quick text here on the text line before we hit the break. Uh, this one, I appreciate what Cuban Benny's saying here. I disagree a little bit. He said, Chubb was a team captain on a great defense. What is that worth? We shall see. Either way, it shows they are punting on the season. Position is banged up. Well, part of the reason why they brought in Jacob Martin was to acknowledge that they they are a little banged up at the position. But no, I, I don't think this is a punting on the season. The way they frame this, and, and again, George Payton very clearly last year when they traded Von Miller, it was, hey, we're not ready to compete for the things we want to compete for just yet. They weren't punting on the season because they were still competing in December, but it was an acknowledgement they weren't there yet. That was a different messaging today. When they traded Bradley Chubb and were asked about, hey, is this punting on the season? He said, absolutely not. We still think we're going to win a lot of games. So we'll come back. We'll talk some more about that because I, I know that that signifies things when teams are sellers, quote unquote sellers. It feels like you're punting on the season, but inside that building, that's not how they see it for better or worse. Nick Ferguson with me. We'll come back with our NFL six-pack. Some huge trades happen today around the NFL. We'll talk about them coming up next right here on Broncos Country Tonight, KOA. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the station bringing you every Broncos game. Touchdown, Denver! This is Broncos Country Tonight. Presented by Betfred Sports. Never miss a bet with Betfred Sports on KOA. right we always got to make sure to play the music that makes nick ferguson feel good inside and that's shania twain he's he's jamming out here he's 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 tapping his toe bobbing his head don't get me to start dancing uh, uh in here you do some line dancing are the cameras on the cameras are not on i would assume they're always on always assume just always assume they're on ben we've caught ben a couple of times doing some dancing in yeah. here <laughs> it's become a gift i'll show those to you sometime you always got to be careful on that Oh, I'm, I'm glad you told me that so I don't uh, stick my finger in my don't that, be... that wouldn't impress me very much. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe what I pull out of my nose might there, impress you. Yeah, there, there you go. There yes. you go. Uh, all right. Uh, 303-713-8585. We're going to our NFL six-pack in just a second. But William's been hanging on hold here for a little bit. We do appreciate your patience on that, man. How are you tonight? Hey, Ryan. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Thank you for your patience, hey, man. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. No, I appreciate you guys. Um, I was, I actually, for a minute, I said, uh, quoted LL Cool J, you know, Tuesday special, Steve Atwater, what up? Uh, you know, don't call it a comeback. I've been holding for years. 
Um, <laughs> but but I love I love you, Nick and Ryan. But I just wanted to say, sub deal. I thought of you know George said, hey, I was going to make this trade, no matter the record, right? Um, and it was the right trade. I, I 1,000% it was the right thing to do. I assume they'll trade down later with that draft pick. I know that's way, way in advance. Um, but my my feeling was he had to say that. He then, you know, obviously. And oh, man, William, I think we William, I think we, we lost you there for a second. You still got us? Okay, I heard you say that you think he, he had to say that, and that was like the last thing I heard from you. Sorry, say what? The last thing I heard you say was you thought George Payton had to say that they would make the trade either way, whether they had a winning record or a losing record. That's yeah. the last thing we heard from you. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut out. Yeah, the I was just saying I think he had to say that. The defensive players came out in support, you know, said, hey, we love Riley Chubb, of course, us, the fans do as well. Um, but it kind of seemed like he just didn't want the finger pointing in the locker room. You know, he didn't want the offense and Nathaniel Hackett to get blamed um, for this trade happening. And that's why he said we would make this trade no matter what. So I just kind of wanted to see what you and Nick thought about that. And, and uh, yeah. So. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for holding. Thanks for calling in. And thanks for the LL Cool J reference. Uh, I mean, it's an interesting point he brings up about about sort of taking it on himself the the whole and I know people have had different reactions on whether you make this trade if you have a winning record where you see a lot of teams with winning records are buyers quote-unquote buyers but again this was more about the performance of the other guys on the team and the the long view of the outside linebacker position that so so you you take the record out of it if you're because this is something we talked about all offseason hey you added Nick you drafted Nick Benito you brought in Randy Gregory you're moving Baron Brown into outside linebacker you're clearly creating competition so take the record out of it these were conversations we were having back in may about bradley chubb's future and so it just so happened that all of those guys seemed to hit randy gregory was top five in pressures baron browning has looked like a star as a pass rusher and again nick benito had his best game against jacksonville jonathan cooper's taking a step forward too by the way so in all of that plus you added another guy in jacob martin I sort of felt like these conversations were in the offseason completely independent of the record. Absolutely. It's like it's like uh, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because if George Payton doesn't make this move, uh, we talked about it earlier. I mean, people were going to be upset. You had an opportunity to make the team better, and you didn't. Now, the only thing that possibly, and this is kind of uh, splitting hairs here, but small percentage, if we were told before the deadline, that, hey, the Broncos are not going to trade Bradley Chubb. They've worked out an extension, right? Some people would have been happy. Others would have been upset. Like, you blew an opportunity. Right. Here's a guy who had value. You didn't trade him. So, for George Payton, he's like, look, I am the GM. I'm not a de facto GM, and I make decisions based on what I feel as though I need to do in my vision for this team. Right. I don't listen to local radio. I don't listen to fans. I don't even listen to my critics. I'm looking at this team and saying, okay, well, yes, Bradley Chubb is a core player, and you hate to lose your core players because that's how you add that stability. Mm-hmm. But at this particular time, there was an offer you could not refuse. 
there was a first-round draft pick sitting out there for, guess what, another first-round draft pick. Right. And, oh, by the way, you picked up some other picks along the way. Mm-hmm. So how can anyone be upset uh, about George Payton's decisions? And, oh, by the way, when you look at George Payton's previous two drafts, a lot of his draft picks have played. Baron Browning being one of those guys. Yep. And because he has really shown that he can really turn a corner, he could be versatile, now that gave the Broncos a problem that every single team definitely wants. You want to have to make the tough decisions, this guy or this guy. And no one's going to be that happy about it because you love the player. But I believe that this is the best situation for the Broncos. Yeah, I, I think you you nailed it right there. George Payton, and this is something we brought up earlier, George Payton would have been judged either way on this thing. If he holds on to Bradley Chubb, there would have been people saying, well, wait a minute. Didn't we see Baron Browning balling out? Didn't we see Nick Benito having a great game? And, and Randy Gregor's like, what are you doing? Like, they would have questioned his decision-making if he would have kept Bradley Chubb, and they would have simultaneously, as they are, questioning his decision to move on from him. It, it's one of those deals as, as the job. You just have to, again, sort of silence all of it and say, what makes the most sense right now? We set up this path in the offseason for competition and to see what would, would hit. And all of it hit. Literally all of it hit, including Bradley Chubb. That, that's only a good thing because you, you got a first rounder because Bradley Chubb hit. Because he did what he was supposed to do. He came out and played well. In this scheme, by the way, that's helping out all these other guys too. So it, it's, it's one of those deals. It would have been obvious if, say... Nick Benito looked like he it was, it was way too big. Or Randy Gregory was a bust. Or Baron Browning looked like, hey, we got to move him back to inside linebacker. It's just not working outside linebacker. Then it would have been an obvious one, you know, the other way, saying, oh, no, we got to keep this guy because our pass rushing unit isn't complete without him. But that's not the case, and nobody is saying that. So, again, anyways, tough decision either way, but we definitely appreciated the calls, uh, or calls, texts, all that kind of thing. Really quick, I'm going to get to two more texts before we get to our six-pack. Uh, this one, 100% great job bringing the human element to the players and coaches too. Thank you. Good reminder that they have families like the rest of us. Uh, this one, totally disagree on punting the season. Chubb was a fantastic player, but this defense can still be just as dominant with the pieces they have. And when you look at the teams ahead, the wild card doesn't seem ridiculous of a goal. Yeah, and again, with that, Teams play to a certain level based on what we thought they were going to be coming into the season. And as the season wears on, teams things happen. The Rams are not the same team. The Cardinals don't look like the same team, especially on the road. Uh, you continue with that. The Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs, right? But they could have an injury. Who knows? Uh, the Raiders are winless on the road, and they're coming to Denver here in a couple weeks. The Tennessee Titans, I just laid it out. They only scored 11 more points than the Broncos, and they've allowed six more points, and yet they're 5-2 and two versus the Broncos 3-5. and five. They're literally the same kinds of teams right now. It's just they're finding ways to win those games instead of losing them. And that's the one thing that separates teams in this league. Every team has some talent. Some of that talent is better than others. Then it boils down to coaching staff, decisions, and how you make those decisions in tough moments. But can you make the plays when you need to? And I I go back to the game against uh, Jackson. I know we haven't had a chance to talk about a lot of what took place in that game because this whole trade situation – but just think about it. We haven't really seen this Broncos team show that they can rally from behind. And even with the criticism of Hackett, the players, the offensive line, and Russell, the one thing that they did show, and I think this is the thing that builds a lot of optimism in a lot of fans, Ryan, is that you see flashes when this team looks like offense, rather, looks like 
of something that we hoped or expected for them to be. And Russell moving the team down the field and, and scoring and throwing and moving around and doing all those things, you're like Dawn Wright. You, you, you should have faith in this team, and that's what you know George Payton has and the thing Hackett has in this team, they, and that's why it was a smart move on their part to move Bradley and not trade KJ mm-hmm. and not trade Jerry Judy because had they done that, oh, you're punting for sure. Yeah, it would have sent a completely different message. All right, let's get to it. Our NFL six pack. It's time for the NFL six pack. I'm going to drink a lot of beer tonight. Insight and inside information you can't find anywhere else. Now, six. The top six NFL headlines. One. All right, so this would be a very quick NFL six-pack, but we got to address a lot of the trades that went down today. First one, TJ Hawkinson traded in division to the Minnesota Vikings, a second-round pick in 2023, a fourth-rounder in 2024, and the the Detroit Lions get back, or I, I guess uh, actually the Vikings send, or they get back Hawkinson and a fourth-round pick in 2023 and a conditional fourth-round pick in 2024. Point being, don't see this happen very often players traded in division what did you think about it no i mean i thought it was great for minnesota bad for detroit and that's yeah. that that sends uh I, I guess the sign that detroit once again are in similar territory but great job for the minnesota vikings but you're right typically teams don't trade within a division yeah i like tj hawkinson i think he can be one of the elite tight ends he's a complete tight end and they have to put irv smith on ir he's gonna be out to eight to ten weeks for a team that's six and one makes a ton of sense they seem like they're in their window. I love the move. When you're a team like that, you're going to miss a, a key player. Go all in. Get somebody that's going to be big. I just am surprised Detroit did this. That's all. I'm not surprised. I mean, they're not going anywhere. But in division? Well, well think about it. They, they just fired their DB coach. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah. Aubrey uh, Pleasant. Yep. So now here comes the Detroit Lions doing the same thing that we've seen them doing years past. All right, next story. Two. Chase Claypool, now a member of the Chicago Bears. 2023 second-round pick going back to Pittsburgh. I like Chase Claypool. Uh, this this move, it's a little it's a little interesting, a little different because the offense isn't really – I mean, it's starting to click a little bit, but they're building it off the run game. So I don't know if they necessarily needed a wide receiver in this very moment. I probably would have waited until the offseason. Well, I say well, why wait to the offseason when you can do it now because now you get – you know, Chase Claypool, and you add that to Nikhil Harry. Now, finally, you have some weapons being put together for Justin Fields, who has proven his critics, you know, wrong because he still can go out there and make plays. Yeah, well, and then, of course, Darnell Mooney's still there, too. I guess you're right. Maybe a little bit of, hey, we think we can add another element to this offense. Let's go ahead and make the move now. Next story. Three. The 49ers uh, traded Jeff Wilson the Dolphins. So right after the trade happened with uh, – what was it? Uh, Chase Edmonds coming here to Denver. They immediately get on the phone and get Jeff Wilson out there to Miami. You like that one? Yeah, I love it because uh, Jeff Wilson is a heck of a player. He I've a been player. around in my early coaching days with the 49ers, and he's really built up himself. But this is a case of friends uh, helping friends. Is it not? As long as you're not in my division, it's, it's okay. And then Jeff is going from the, from the San Francisco offense to the Miami offense. Quite familiar with it, linking up with McDaniels and also Raheem Mostert. Yeah, Mike McDaniel knows him very well. The only thing I I don't love about it is the 49ers, clearly with Christian McCaffrey, they are all in on that. He had three touchdowns, a passing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and a rushing touchdown. But Christian McCaffrey isn't exactly the pinnacle of health. So I guess you will get Elijah Mitchell back at some point. But that's my only one thing is like, hey, this offense only goes with the running back. If Christian McCaffrey gets hurt at all, 
That's a big hedge. Well, history has shown us both with my former coach, Mike Shanahan, and Kyle Shanahan, you can throw any running back back there and then and, and make magic. So that's, that's a fair point. Exactly. That's a fair <laughs> that's, point. So that's why you do it. Fair point. All right, next story. Four. The Falcons traded Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars. Wow. One of the, the biggest surprises of the day. And he, of course, is suspended all the way through this season for gambling. In fact, it's indefinite. I mean, assuming he's coming back next year. But do you like this gamble by the Jaguars? Yeah, I, I do. It seemed really odd because it's a player that's suspended. I didn't mean for the play on words by with the gamble. <laughs> I did, as soon as I said it, I'm like, that's not sure what I meant you to did. say. Sure you not did. what I meant to say. But but, but Kevin really is a, is a great player. We all know that. And if... You know, Doug Peterson feels as though, hey, listen, we need to add more weapons for a young quarterback, then do it. But the whole thing is, I mean, I heard the phrase, how do you get fired on your day off? But how do you uh, get traded when you're suspended? But I guess the Jacksonville Jaguars have found a way to flip things on their ears and, hey, they got them another receiver. But when will he play? We don't know. But I guess if you're Jacksonville, you've already kind of built up a young core. And and Calvin Ridley, when he is back, that is going to – transform that offense i mean you you pair him out there with all those young talented guys christian kirk's been having a good year marvin jones is their vet right and of course travis Etienne is already coming into his own i like the move on its face i just don't know what the expectations really should be especially with him sitting out a year all right next story five another trade william jackson to the steelers there was a report out there the commanders were gonna have to release him but i guess you float that out there just so you can get some interest and they finally did. The Pittsburgh Steelers ended up trading for him. And I, I like William Jackson. I think that's a good pickup. Oh, I mean, great pickup. But this is the one thing I love about uh, this time of the year. But uh, March is even better because that's kind of the lying season. But this is where you try to manipulate teams to get them to do things that you want them to do. And it was the best use of the Jedi mind trick I've seen in a while. <laughs> it really was, wasn't yes, it? Jedi mind trick. <laughs> All right. Next, next story. Six. Oh, man, there's so many to get to here. Let's uh, let's do Brandon Cooks. Tweeted out, don't take a man's kindness for granted. Covered for the lies for too long. Those days are done. Crossed the line with playing with my career. Brandon Cooks didn't get traded. There was interest, but he's got fully guaranteed $18 million next season, which made it difficult. Mm, wow. So if you had $18 million guaranteed or just uh, the tease of being traded, which would you prefer? 18 million. Exactly. So even though I know it seems like Brandon Cook is in a bad place because he's playing for the Texans, but I'm not going to sit over here and weep for, for him. I mean, that's 18 million ways. Yeah, you're going to get 18 million guaranteed next year. And yeah, I mean, you'd like to play with a contender. Everybody wants to play with a contender. But to a certain extent, you're going to get $18 million. Yeah, you, you know what you can do with $18 million to get over losing with the Texans? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You could probably do that with half a million. I certainly would do that for half a million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just acknowledging that I don't hey. have even even a, a fraction of the skill set of Brandon Cooks, but I would do that Somebody for half. Says, that. I'm a cheap date. I'm a cheap date. <laughs> All right, there you go. That is our NFL six packs. We take a tour around the NFL. They didn't get a chance to get to the Naeem Hines trade to the Buffalo Bills. I liked that one a lot for them. Uh, new opportunity for Naeem Hines. Uh, there's this is a again record setting day. Ten trades. Never happened in history in NFL. Do you know why? Do you why? have a reason why? Well, usually it just really doesn't happen because most teams are not in the desperation mode, but everyone is all about trying to uh, arm up their arsenal for a playoff push. I think at the end, it's like the same thing we've seen. We've seen more trades 
in the NFL draft as well. I think it's one of those deals, like, if you're not aggressive to getting better, then you're seen as complacent. And complacent guys lose their jobs. Might as well be aggressive, go out on your own terms. I'd go after it rather than sitting back and just seeing if it comes to me. Hey, listen, one time Pete Carroll told me just that. I mean, he's coached for a lot of uh, coaches, but he learned to do it his way because at some point when they get sick and tired of it, they're just going to fire you anyway. Broncos country tonight on KOA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.